I originally ran four years ago because the last legislature over spent their revenues three years in a row. They broke the tax cap as a business owner, as a landowner. I felt that we could do a better job. I, I thought that everyone always talks about government overspending and everything, but municipal government's a little different. Uh, municipal budgets are a little different. They're very difficult to read, and it takes a little while. Like, you can understand a P&L, but when you get into municipal, there's buckets of money all over the place, and you can only use this for this, and it's very complicated. We were able to understand how the budget works, and then we were able to start maximizing the efforts of that money, right? Everyone talks about the heyday of the hotels and all that. But at the end of the day, we were never economically stable, which is your goal as any anyone spending money, your goal is to get economically stable because then you can do so much more for people. You can do so much more in a government setting once you're economically stable. We've, in, in this term, we've, bond, we've paved more roads than we ever have before without bonding a dime. Before I got into office, we were bonding just to pave our roads. We spent, we were, we were paving maybe 16 miles a road a year. Now we do double that without bonding a dime. We did a lot of culvert work. We've really invested in our infrastructure. I want to continue investing in our infrastructure, which is a major concern for everyone up here. You cannot go anywhere up here in Sullivan County without driving a car. It's very, it's very much part of our life here. There's other projects that are coming up. We have to address our issues up in Liberty. The buildings are crumbling there. The courthouse has to be extended. We have a jail in, in its way. It's going to cost about $3.5 million to tear down. So there's a lot of infrastructure issues that need to be fixed. I want to continue the culture of spending prudently with our tax dollars so that we can create more services, which we have created a lot more services in the last four years than we had previous to, you know, my coming into office. You mentioned, you know, the size of the county. Rural health care <laughs> access is a really a critical concern. What initiatives do you propose or have done to ensure that residents in remote areas of the county have access to quality health care? Okay, so when I came into office, that was the first year of Move Sullivan, um, which is funded 60% by the federal government and 40% by the county. It it literally was a very small route at the time, and they just did counterclockwise routes. We've extended it to all five major townships. We've extended it all the way down to Sleepy Hollow in in Monticello. It all goes down all the way down to to Blumenberg and Mamakaden. And now we even have a loop there in Blumenberg, and we're looking to put loops inside. Monticello, Liberty, and Fallsburg, so that people that in the high-density places have better access to move around. I think that's one of the main reasons why we've, we've had the lowest unemployment year over year, two years in a row now, is that people have better access to move around, and the shop rights of the world and the Home Depots of the world, people can move around better. You can get a job 10 miles from your houses, growing up in the city. If you didn't have mass transit, you basically lived in a 10-square block area you can't walk that far. To walk back and forth is very difficult, even though you do see people doing it every day. But we have to have a better system of moving people around the, the high-density areas. Uh, that's where the healthcare is the lowest. We, we have 
we've had long talks with the hospital. They're looking to make a major investment in the county. Um, some of it's not, not for public knowledge, unfortunately. But they're looking to make a major investment in the county. They, they see uh, Sullivan County has a growth opportunity. You have to remember they're a private organization. So when people sit here and say, I would do this, I would do this, you're not doing anything unless they agree to it. They, they are a private organization. And our partners in healthcare with Crystal Run, which now – you, you can get from five of the major townships, which is 70% of, of the people that live in the county can now access health care by getting to Crystal Run by living in a town like a Bethel or a Mamacadon or something like that uh, where buses didn't go before. So it's about access. It's about talking with your partners, understanding their future plans and making it as easy as possible for them to be able to move, partnering up with them. And if, if we have land that they want or something like that, these are the conversations that you have. Now, Sullivan County relies heavily on tourism. We're the home of Woodstock. We um, are. How do you plan to boost tourism while also addressing concerns some residents have who might be impacted by the increased visitor traffic that we are having? Correct. The, the SCVA, the Sullivan County Visitors Association, when I came into office, was getting $900,000 a year last year. So they're on a fiscal year that ends at the end of March. They got $2.4 million, so two and a half times the amount of money they got from my first year to last year. Part of that was when we restructured their deal was to take money out and put it aside. We found that trails are a major reason people come to the Catskills. With the growth of Airbnbs, we feel that, and they're more spread out on the western side of the county than on the eastern side of the county. We feel that if you can spread the amount of people that come here over the, the larger part of the county instead of having concentrated in one area, like in the good old days of the hotels, most of the hotels were in three, four townships, basically three townships, Monticello, Thompson, Fallsburg, and Liberty. And the western side of the county didn't get the same impact. But we feel that by spreading, by using the Airbnbs is, is a better way of going about it. We feel that the money that we broke off from the original contract with the SCVA, even though they did receive you know, two and a half times more money. There's still more money there. And we feel by creating events, so you have single events. If you think about going to Lake George or someplace like that, you go there for an event sitting there in, in your apartment in the Bronx. You're not like, oh, let's go see Woodstock. That's not what you're doing. You're like, oh, they have an event. Let's go to an event. And that's the whole concept behind Bethel Woods. That's a one-day event where we're encouraging multiple-day events. We're, we're encouraging midday, midweek events. So there's not that crush for the people that live here because there still has to be a quality of life for people that live here, which is very important to all of us. That's how I would go about it. Now, given the scarcity of new affordable housing or housing developments in rural areas like Sullivan County, especially for low-income families, how do you plan to ensure the continued accessibility to housing for all residents of Sullivan County? So that is an important issue. But at the end of the day, what Governor Hochul tried to do in the last budget cycle, it's called the Gowanus Project, where she wanted to bypass town boards, planning boards and ZBAs. I think that's the wrong way to go. Other people talk about working with your partners. The planning board is appointed by the town board, and they have every right to determine what comes to their town and what doesn't come to their town. A lot of towns want to keep the rural structure of their town, and I think that's very important. There's other places that don't want to do that. And you need to talk with, with your partners in those townships. In District 1, and that's what we're talking about here, Highland, Bethel, Jeffersonville, a small piece of Sackett Lake, 
Swan Lake, they're not looking for that type of housing. And my job is to represent my district, and that's my job. There's organizations in Bethel that, that fight this night and day. We have aquifer issues here. We have sewerage issues here. If you saw, they were overbuilding in Liberty. The, the EPA gave them a fine for violating the Clean Water Act. What are we doing here? We need to work with the towns in the upcoming budget. There's $100,000 for water testing so that more areas can test their water. Like in Mountain Lakes, which is most people call Smallwood Lake, they test a couple of times a year to see the quality of the water. They've been doing it for three years now. The DEC won't even have a conversation with you until you have three years of documentation. Mm-hmm. Now they have it. Now we can talk about getting money for rural areas to start help funding the fixing of septic systems so that our lakes are better. People are not going to come here if our... If our water's dirty and our air is dirty, we need to keep the rural character in District 1. That is my most important job as a legislator. Sullivan County, unfortunately, has the highest opioid overdose rates in the state, excluding New York City. Do you believe the county is currently taking enough action to address this issue? What additional measures do you believe can't be implemented, and how do you plan to contribute to the positive change in this regard? Okay, so that's a major issue. We both grew up in the Bronx. We've seen the crazy time. Right? We've seen it, right, up close. Unfortunately, that's a common occurrence now on Broadway and Monticello. Friends of mine that own businesses there call the cops four or five times a day. It's out of control. Last year, the legislature allocated, and understand that's our job, allocated $1.2 million. We started the drug task force. We allocated the money to be spent Uh, Unfortunately, they clawed back $946,000 of that money. That money did not get spent. It's not the legislature's responsibility to spend the money. It's our job to allocate the money. And most of it sat in RFPs for over a year. They did nothing about it. So we were holding back money this year because we wanted to talk to the commissioner. We wanted to have a conversation with the commissioner and say, hey, what are we doing this year to make sure that we don't fall into the same place that we did last year. We gave the money out immediately to the, actually, we tripled the amount of money that law enforcement was going to get because that is a key component. I know a lot of people say you can't arrest your way out of it. That is true. You cannot. But at the same time, there has to be a law enforcement aspect of it. We have to get the dealers. We have to cut down on that. We have to get the people who are committing the crimes or using that money for the drugs. So, so there is a law enforcement aspect of it. Uh, we brought in Lexington, which is a, a drug rehab type place that's in the is in the oddly enough in the lower part of the DA's office that came in here under this legislature and I think that there's more work to be done a lot of our problems were you know two years of our term got chewed up through COVID which is unfortunate so there wasn't a lot of movement on a lot of things there's a lot of things that we want to get done that unfortunately got stymied because of that And in recent years, I would say there's been some noticeable increase in public disagreements and fighting among the members of the Sullivan County Legislature. As you look to the future, Rob, what steps do you intend to take to address this issue and foster better cooperation among your federal legislatures? I think that's a fallacy. A private person once stood up in a meeting and explained all that. Over 96% of the time, we vote unanimously. If you look at the major issues that we voted on, it's usually by supermajority. I I can't think of a major issue except for the redistricting that we voted with a supermajority. We've won with a supermajority. People sit there and say, 
There's a lot of infighting. You know, you don't get along. I've held my conference together. That's my job is to hold my conference together. And when I say my conference, I'm a Republican. But in local elections, I think you throw out Republican, Democrat, conservative, independent, whatever you may be. You vote for the person more than anything else. My job was to hold my conference together. And I have done that. And people are mad that I've done that because we've made some significant changes. And people don't like change, unfortunately, but the changes for the better. Rob, if you get reelected, would you like to be chair again? We, I would see if what the majority is. I would encourage someone else to do it, to be quite frank with you. I think that they need to come with an, an agenda that they're willing to, to push forward, something that we all agree upon, keeping our taxes low is important to us, to continue to fund the sheriff's office. The last legislature took a three-year con- contract that was expired for three years with the CSEA, which is the jailer's part of the sheriff. They went seven years and then gave out two, two zeros of those seven years. So the guys at the CSEA got hurt because there was more infighting last time. If, back to the infighting thing. If you look at it, this legislature was the first legislature to ever settle all eight union contracts under one term. That's never happened before. That happened. I find that most of my people that demagogue me, and I'm a popular guy, demagogue, I get it. That comes with the chair. I, I understand it all. They, they never want to debate me on issues. I'll debate anyone anywhere you want to go, all right? I'll sit down with anyone and have that conversation with you. We, we argue amongst me and my conference, we argue. We just don't argue in front of people. But we argue all the time on issues because no one's going to agree with you 100%. I've been married 30 years. Trust me when I tell you. Me and my wife don't agree 100%, but we're still married, and we have a great marriage. So I find that to be a little rough when they say that. I'm more than willing to look at being the chair. I would like someone else to have at it and, and, and then have an open discussion about where do you see the county going, where do I see the county going. And if I don't agree with there, then I would put my hat in the ring. But I think most of us in my conference agree. Rob, before we go, you're running for District 1 in yeah. the Council of the County Legislature. So why should folks vote for you over your opponent? Okay, for several reasons. One, I have way more experience in county government. That is essential. When you talk about government, unfortunately, our government is layered so high. You have to understand that this is a home rule state. You don't get to tell towns what to do. You have to have good relationships with people above you. Former Senator Mike Martucci is one of my best friends. We speak on a daily basis. I was, we spoke every day. Marcus Molnaro, our current congressman, and I, we text each other probably five, six days a week. Antonio Delgado, now the, the lieutenant governor, when he was congressman, we talked all the time. I still have his number in my phone, and if I need something, I give him a call, and he calls me right back. Within an hour, I get a phone call from him. So I've worked well with Inside my conference, I've worked well with other people. I work well with Senator Oberacker. It's about getting things done. We have to continue to invest in our infrastructure without putting the burden on bonding and, and making other generations down the road pay for that bill. I think that we continue. We need to continue to have public safety at a high level. We just invested a lot of money in the schools to make sure that all the SROs are properly equipped so that we don't have a Uvalde situation here. It's very important to this legislature to have total confidence in Sheriff Mike Schiff, which we all do, and we will continue to move forward in, in that aspect. And that's why you should vote for me again. We're talking to Rob Doherty, 
candidate for running for re-election for District 1 of Sullivan Council Legislature. Thank you so much for joining us here on oh, the program. Always a pleasure.